You are listening to The Doug Serravo Show on Anchor. Some of them begin to rise for the Devils. They've split the first two games of the season series against their Hudson River rivals. Your final this afternoon, 4 to nothing. What an embarrassing performance that the New Jersey Devils put out against their Hudson River rivals, the New York Rangers. Going into this season, after the offseason both teams had, the New Jersey Devils drafted Jack Hughes and the New York Rangers drafted Capo Caco. For many of us, we believed that the rivalry was back. Yes, the tension between the fans, the players is, the, is there, but the competitiveness is at a different level. The New York Rangers, in my mind, after what I saw on Saturday, are two to three years ahead of their rebuild process. While the Devils, I see it being a long process to get to that competitive contention level where they can compete for a Stanley Cup. Yes, we've seen impossible things happen what we saw with the St. Louis Blues last year. Anything can happen in an 82-game schedule. Is the season over? No, they still have games to play. But the way the Devils performed and have been performing, I don't see a run happening anytime soon. A quick recap of the offseason. The Devils drafted Jack Hughes, Rangers, Capococco. Devils brought in Nikita Gusev, P.K. Subban, Wayne Simmons, while the Rangers got Jacob Truba, Capo Caco, and Artemi Panarin, who I think was the best free agency signing out of all teams in the NHL. The Rangers are by far in a better position. And the one thing I liked was how they played on Saturday. The way they moved the puck. The way they performed. And before I get into the deep details of the offseason, I want to talk about Saturday. The Devils had eight power plays. They were 0 for 8. And the team that looked better on the power plays was the Rangers' penalty kill. And they scored two goals on that Rangers penalty kill. Let's take a listen. You see, Bogdan gets back, but that pass goes right through his legs. Lemieux to Zibanejad. He's not going to miss from there. Sammy had been out there a long time. Those balls shooting themselves in the foot. And creating a turnover, and Zibanejad will never miss that. Coleman, saved by Georgiev. That was brought in front. Gusev over the line, just puts the brakes on, gets the puck to Paul Mary, and the pass couldn't be corralled by Hall. Gusev. Trying to win the puck back. Here's an on-man rush for the Rangers short-handed. Sabanajad across. They score! 
Jasper Faust with another short-handed goal. And uh, he might have fell. He might have tripped up on his own. Regardless, Gange. This is just been a real tough time on the power play. And yeah, he tripped up on his own. So nobody's there to cover up. And it becomes get some fresh legs. So to get to this rebuild, it started by the Rangers, in my mind, acquiring Mika Zibanejad, who has become a force on this Ranger team. I could see him being the future captain, but he has also been proven, proven to himself that he could be, a, well, he actually, he is a number one center in the National Hockey League. Throughout his 500 career games, he's put up 324 points. But he really had a great start with the Rangers. He's proven to everyone that he could be a legit number one center in the National Hockey League. He came over in 16-17, putting up 37 points in 56 games. Then 17-18, he put up 47 points in 72 games. But last year was really his career year. Posting 30 goals, 44 assists, 74 points in 82 games. He is performing to the best that he can. And I truly believe that this player is going to have a huge impact in the, Devil, in the Devils-Rangers rivalry and the Rangers' future moving forward. Against the Devils this past Saturday, he put up Two points, a goal, and assist, and was a plus three. This is what he had to say about the Rangers' effort, despite all the penalty minutes. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously we don't want to take this many, uh, this many uh, penalties, but uh, we do a good job, um, especially that five minute, and uh, even to start the third with the, the double minor. Um, we, uh, we hung in there. Um, I thought it was, uh, you know, a good effort, um, even though all the penalties. So now it's time to compare where the Devils and the Rangers are moving forward. Let's start with the New York Rangers. Obviously, let's start with Kapokako as one of the untouchables. And for the Devils, you could go with Jack Hughes. But the Rangers have a good system in place. Let's look, you have, let's look at the goaltending first. Obviously, you have the great Henrik Lundqvist, and you know where Henrik Lundqvist is going to be when he retires. A Hall of Famer. One of the best to play the game. Growing up, Marty and Henrik were probably the best goaltenders that I have witnessed in my lifetime. Yes, Henrik Lundqvist is number two in my book. I know I don't want to ever admit that, but Henrik Lundqvist is number two in my book. And they have Alex Jureviev, who could definitely be a, who could definitely be a number one goaltender on any other team, maybe Seattle. That's if the Rangers trade him for assets at the deadline. And then the Rangers have Igor Shnestkarnov. If I said it right, if I didn't, I'm sorry. Who has posted great numbers in the AHL as one of the top goalies in the AHL? And in the KHL. 
So the Rangers have their goaltending moving forward in Igor. If you look at his stats, in the AHL this year, he has, uh, if this ever loads, just give me a moment. In the AHL, his goals against is under 2.10. So that is huge. In the AHL, his goal his goals against average is phenomenal. It's in the twos. His KHL's goals against was under 1.15. That is unbelievable, and that is truly remarkable. So the Rangers have their future goaltender in Igor Stechenov. The Devils, I don't know. Corey Schneider, his career... The Devils wasted his prime years. Corey Snyder's career was derailed by injuries. So we know he can't be the Devils' future goaltender. Plus, he's up there in age. Will he end up in Seattle? You have Mackenzie Blackwood, who is starting to show that he's just a good backup goaltender. He hasn't been able to carry a full NHL workload. The Devils also have Louis Domingue. So honestly, moving forward, I don't know who the Devils' number one goaltender is. I don't know. Corey, we know it can't because of his injuries. Blackwood, we don't know. And Domingue, we don't know. Domingue had success on a good Tampa Bay Lightning team. So the Devils' goaltending, the Rangers' goaltending is better than the Devils'. Defense, P.K. Subban is supposed to be the Devils' number one. Sammy Vatanen is a free agent. Andy Green may retire May retire in a few years. This is his last year of his contract. And P.K. Subban has a contract that's paying him $14 million over the next three years. Ten this year, who has done nothing... Two goals, three assists, and five points. He hasn't had a point over a month. I go to these games and you watch him. And what happens? People skate around him. He commits turnovers. He can't pass the puck well. So I'd rather have a Jacob Truber who is 25 than a P.K. Subban who is 31. But if you look at the Devils defense, they really don't have anyone set for that many year, for that many years to come. Matt Tennyson, who should be in the AHL. Will Butcher. Sammy Vatanen, free agent. P.K. Subban. Mirko Mueller, Andy Green. So the Devils don't really have a cornerstone defenseman that they could have in the future. The Rangers have Jacob Truba, Adam Fox. Ryan Lindgren has looked good. Brady Shea. Tony D'Angelo. The Rangers have all these young guys that can be a good defensive core. So the Rangers' defense is better. Offense. I think the offense is evenly matched. Besides the depth. The Devils have guys like Kevin Rooney, Wayne Simmons, Miles Wood, 
as their bottom six. So the Devils' offense is good, but they don't have the depth. That's the problem for the Devils' offense. And I forgot to mention they have Damon Severson on defense, but he hasn't looked good either. Seven points in 27 games, negative 13. Negative 100 for his career. And so the Devils' offense is good where they have a good young core, depending on what happens with Taylor Hall. So the Devils' untouchables on offense is obviously Taylor Hall, depending on what they want to do, if they're going to trade him before he tests UFA, unless they get an extension. So let's just put Hall there just to be safe. You have Hall, you have Heischer, you have Paul Mary, Brat, Boquist, Gusev, and Hughes as the untouchables. Blake Coleman is on the bubble. He's been good. So I may add him to the untouchable. Zay Jack is going to retire in maybe three to five years. Pavel Zak has been looking good. I hope he could develop to a good bottom six. So And Jesper Bratt. So realistically, the Devils have good pieces on offense. It's the defense and the goaltending. That is the big question mark. Rangers have a good offense. You have Artem, Artemi Panarin. 12 goals, 21, point, 21 assists, 33 points in 26 games. The Rangers have him for the next seven games, next seven years. And the scary part about that is he's only 28. The Rangers also have Ryan Strom, who has been good. Jesper Fast, Chris Kreider, Capo Caco, obviously. Philip Heedle, Pavel Buchnevich, Mika Zibanejad. But the one guy that I've been really liking for the Rangers is Brendan Lemieux. He's finding his game. He's 23 years old, 11 points in 25 games this year. He's finding his game, and I think he could be a huge piece for this Rangers team moving forward. The Rangers acquired him when they traded Kevin Hayes along with a conditional pick in 2022. So, to recap, I think the Rangers have the best the best future right now moving forward because they, they have all consistent pieces on goaltending, on offense and defense. While the Devils have the offense, but they have the huge question marks on defense and obviously the goaltending that's going to hold them back. And to get, with Black, get back to Blackwood... 18, 18, 18, 18, and 3 career record. 8 and 8, 3 record this year. Goals against over 3. Save percentage over 9. So the huge question mark for the Devils moving forward that will hold them back is the goaltending, is the defense. Both teams have the offense, but the biggest difference is the Rangers have the offense, the Rangers have the defense. And the Rangers have the goaltending to move forward to hopefully, in the fans' eyes, 
not my eyes, compete for a Stanley Cup. While the Devils, they need to find that goaltender. They need to find that depth on defense. And they need to find that depth in the bottom six if they want to compete for many years to come. Because both teams have the offense, but you need more than offense to win hockey games.